Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. You must unlearn what you have learned. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. John Archiquette. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Matt Turner. I'm not afraid. And Joshua Gray. You will be. What's going on, our writers? John, Josh, and Matt, back at you for the holiday season. How's ho, ho, ho. Why is it? He's so jolly. <laughs> Look at that jolly man. This is my happy face. Like even when he's not no, like trying a, to be Grinchy, he just oh, he's like that not was some aggressive grin- hoeing there. It was. Yeah. It is Vegas. Intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. You know, I gotta I gotta make a little on the side. So, wait, we're not talking about the kind of aggressive hoeing, are we? Very little. No, no. Yeah. Right, I'm glad the Christmas spirit has left us. My, yeah, my, my secrets out. Fled. Yeah. <laughs> so did you guys have a nice holiday. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was to Salt Lake City. It was fun. Oh, yeah. How was Utah. how was all the gray and snow? It was great. It it was snowy. It snowed going into Salt Lake City, and it snowed as we were leaving. So how was the three point two beer? I did not. Uh, <laughs> I did not partake. Oh, okay. Of the beer. How was the sliding off the road because of the icy conditions? People there actually know how to drive in the snow. Oh yeah, because but what about you? There. Oh no, 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 no. I I was fine. You know the best part about driving in the snow. Like, if you're going on the highway, and it's, like, pitch black, yes. and you see all the snowflakes coming at you, yes. and you feel like you're going through it's hyperspace. hyperspace. It's so <laughs> yes. cool. Oh, yes. man, that sounds great. I'm going to go do that now. Yeah, you'll, you'll so if you drive faster, it feels like you're going even faster. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Until you go too fast, and, and then, then you, you slide off the road, road, and then you start spinning. <laughs> and then you see a different light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we got a couple games in over the, uh, the holiday break, and... We'll... You didn't ask me about my holiday. I'm sorry. Matt, how was your holiday? It was fine. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. I saw Aquaman. <laughs> I did too. It's pretty good. It was good. Yeah. How, how was Wet Thor? Jason Momoa is not acting. No, it, that, it, that's pretty no. much. It's like he, he's, he's hit like, the limit of yeah. his acting ability. He's <laughs> just Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, that being said, it was far out, dude. Um, yeah. Jango wow, Fett was what? in it. Wow. <laughs> he would point break on us. Yeah, that was maybe I don't know. That was Jango Fett was in the movie. Uh, well, the, yes, Cody was in there. No, Jango Fett and and Cody and Rex and all the other yeah clones. because <laughs> the clones. When, when he told me about like people who were in that movie, I was like, what is this live action Moana? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Nicole Kidman, totally. Yeah. yeah, she's in it too. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, okay. That's, yeah, there's, that's there's actually some top notch. Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Who... Is, what, a seahorse? Like, <laughs> what, what is Willem Dafoe the, in this the movie? The green seahorse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. Yes. All right, that's intriguing. Yeah. I, I still am not going to watch it until it's in, you know. For you, iTunes, yes, I would but... say just wait. Yeah. It'll be on. It was amusing Netflix. for what it was. Yes. Okay. Very Less than much. a year till episode nine. And I, I have nothing against What's Jason the countdown? Momoa, <laughs> yeah, less than a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're 51 weeks away now to episode 9. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, but yeah, we, we got a chance to get a couple of games in over the, the break. Including a very neat scenario-based game. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll get into yeah. that a little bit. We, we teased a little bit last week while we were rapidly assembling Wookiee well, Warriors. I talked we? about it for a couple of minutes. So the Royal teased, We. Yes. Okay. <laughs> w-E. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, we, we're doing some more prep. We got, you know, I don't have a couple days off, but you know, some people out there have a few days off so they can get more games in. But are you no. feeling all right, John? 
Uh, no, no you're saying you're hopped up on Claritin. Yeah, I'm a hopped up on Claritin right now, oh. and that's not like the slang term for you know an illicit street drug here in Vegas. No, it's actually vodka Claritin. and Sudafed. No, it's oh. just what the hell is a neti pot? Yeah, what you, is a neti pot? You don't pot? know what a neti pot is? No. Oh, man. Are, oh, yeah. is this, are we getting ready for some front row se- seating to the yeah, northwestern home, to- uh, home down, yeah. whatever? Wait, is it a Wisconsin thing? I don't know. Is it? That's what my, it sounds like. I've never heard of it before. My brother and I used I'm, to have to do it when we would get sick. I got a video of my brother, and I'll show you. But the, literally— Is it a ritual? <laughs> kind of. Oh, wow. So you take, like, a, a pot of water, uh-huh. and you put some stuff in it that, you know— it's like the medicine and cocaine. It's like in Crocodile Dundee. Kind of. You you pour it up one of your nostrils and you tilt your head back and it runs out the other one and all the crap in your sinuses come out with it. It works, but it's really weird. What the hell? I, I, I feel like I may be like perpetuating some kind of pseudoscience based in Wisconsin. I may have to look into this. If anyone from outside of Wisconsin uh, does this, please let me know. So I, I remember years ago going to the uh, hospital on base, you know, with a cold, and they're like, "Oh, here, use this like anal destroyer solution that you're supposed to snort and do." I'm like, "Cool, I'm never <laughs> using that," you know. I think they gave you the wrong solution. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's supposed to be some sort of nasal thing, but that's just not something. Plus, if it's you know an anal destroying said, solution, why are I you? I said nasal. No, you didn't. You did, did I not? not? You wow. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Dr. putting up your nose, bro? <laughs> wow. Whoa. Sorry, I was thinking about the Wookiees too much. And uh... Thanks, Matt. This will be the first episode we have that's not for uh, family-friendly oh, audiences. Oh, God, did I really? Yeah. Wow. So, Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Yeah. What do we got for Star Wars news, Matt? Not a whole lot. Uh, that's they, not true. They did the flyby for uh, Galaxy's Edge. Eh, I was... Okay. Underwhelmed. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was. And well, uh, saw a bunch of scaffolding up and stuff, so it's not like Santa Favreau yeah. tweeted out a picture of the live action uh, IG eighty eight that will be appearing in Mandalorian. What? Yeah. Oh, did he actually say it was IG eighty eight? He did. Okay. I mean, that's what I read, anyways. Because yeah, so. wasn't there like an IG seventy two and a couple other ones? Well, there was an IG eighty six that was operating yeah. during the Clone War. Yeah. But but it's the same body. Uh, no, yeah. I'm pretty. Sure, it was clear. It was IG-88. Okay. Looks uh, looks very cool. I don't know the good one. Which one is that? Because there's A through D. There's four of them. Are you sure? Positive. I think they all got destroyed. Oh, did Disney just, flush that too? I don't know. Well, because like in X-Wing, there's like four different versions. Yeah, of I just want to talk about the picture. Right? Which comes out which... of the, some, of the, some of the novels from like the, the, the 90s. The, what is it? Tales, of the, from the, Tales from the Bounty Hunters. Um, the first the first story in the Tales from the Bounty Hunters book is about the IG-88s. The Wasn't one of them a Death Star for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the last one or one <laughs> of them got transferred into the one of the Death Stars and then ended up blowing up. Yeah. Sounds like the plot line of that Michael Keaton movie from the mid nineties. The Birdman. Multiplicity. Oh, yeah. It was in like the IG-88 in all of those. That'd be great. <laughs> Nice. But no, okay. That, that's that's exciting. I and think it's IG-88, and it looks really cool. There. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, and that's one of the iconic bounty hunters. I, I would say, okay, after Boba, after, after Boba Fett, who's the most iconic bounty hunter from the original trilogy? Dengar? I, I feel like you're just no. being argumentative. No. D- does anyone care about Dengar? Yeah. Han Solo does. Matt. I mean, uh, he, he's there's, one of the only other bounty of... hunters that has a connection. Okay, sorry, what was your question about bounty hunters again? All I right. need to make sure I understand it completely. 
outside of Boba Fett, after Boba Fett, who's the most iconic bounty hunter in the Star Wars original trilogy? I, I would not well, Dengar. How, how? Okay, either Bosk or IG88. Okay, maybe Bosk. If you're putting the I, I if you're putting like the top four, okay, the, the four that were there. Oh no, because there was Zuck, six. There was, Forlom and Zuckus. Yeah. Also. Okay. All right. So if you're putting those six out there after Boba Fett, the top one is not also Dengar. Greedo. Why not? Okay. Okay. I, also, forget, who? I forgot Greedo, Greedo is even about it. Because he dies so uh, quick. Was you're Jango right. Fett? Not in original trilogy. Oh, okay. That's what I said. Right. Original trilogy. I I think that yeah. Get this Zam after, Wessel crap out after of here. Boba Fett. Greedo's argue, arguably up there. Why? I would argue against that. It was terrible. Nick Freeman's probably listening. He's going to argue this because he loves Greedo apparently. But Greedo's awesome. Greedo's pretty cool. Dengar though? Why not? You want he's just all bandaged up and worthless. Oh, dude, he was a swoop racer. He's all bandaged up and worthless. Uh, actually had a pretty cool cameo in the uh, Aftermath series where he's like jumping in a new bounty hunter and like fist fighting him because he's yeah. tough. But see, like, you haven't. I I don't think you've read all of the. I haven't. Old, yeah. So I know he's the bandaged up guy. Yeah, he's the bandaged. Up, okay, there you go. But Bosk is cool. He's a Trando- Trandoshan. He's got houndstooth. Look at all the things that I know. Actually, according Look to the lore, yeah. uh, wow. Dengar, Dengar has to wear all those bandages because he got nasally destroyed. So, <laughs> <laughs> just to keep you know things in. Check. I don't know what's canon anymore as far as some of these bounty hunters. Nothing so. until they say it is. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, Dengar had a great backstory, and him and Manaru and all that other stuff. Much better story than Boss. I don't know what Manaru is, but I figure it's like. One of those guys from Tank Girl. Manaru used to be a really awesome Just like ship half man, half kangaroo. <laughs> man bear pig? Yeah. Is that what this is? I'm super serial, guys. Super Puppy serial. Puppy baby monkey? Oh, that's an abomination. Uh, Do not. You, yeah. All right, we're, we're going way off topic yeah, here. IG-88 looked pretty cool, and I'm definitely stoked that he's going to be in the series. Yeah. Honestly, the, the more and more that gets revealed from the Mandalorian, the more excited I am. Well, and I mean, this is just, I mean, we, we saw it with Rebels. Well, those of us who watched it. Um, you know, we're seeing this with a lot of these tertiary properties and secondary properties that Disney's, they're, they're bringing many things back into the canon. You know, Thrawn's canon again. TIE Defenders oh, are canon again. Speaking of. You know, so now they're taking these little bits and pieces. They mentioned Bosk in the Solo movie. So yeah. Bosk is canon again. Yep. Well, I mean, he well, never... He was in, in the trilogy, movie. so... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing a bunch of these things. I mean, really, what did, what did anybody but Boba Fett do in Empire? Stood there. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. And said, take him to the ship. All but, of the things that made... <laughs> side, side, side tangent... I got the uh, audiobook for Thrawn. Holy cow, is it good? Is it good? It is so good. Who did the read? Uh, I can look it up. Yeah, don't worry about it. But it's by Timothy Zahn, and it is the... fantastic. Yeah. 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 yeah no, oh, it's no. Fran Drescher. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but, uh, the guy doing the voices is fantastic, and I actually have it right here. Anyway. Christopher uh, Big recommend. All of the things that made all of those other bounty hunters cool yeah. were part of the EU stuff that Disney flushed. Sure. So... All giving these guys some exploits back again is is some pretty cool stuff. I mean, it's a genius a genius move for them because now we're like, okay, like these characters exist, but in what respect and like you know, what were their backstories? Because we don't know right. anymore. Mark Thompson. Yeah, oh, Mark Thompson. Yeah. I have no idea who Mark Great Thompson job. is. Yeah. Does, does a does fantastic Thrawn voice. So, <laughs> How, how's it go? Can you give us your best impression? 
No. <laughs> okay. All right, then. Moving on. Because oh. so much of his inner monologue, so it's all in italics. Oh, okay. At least that's what the words sound like in my head when gotcha. he says them to me. Because I can't read them because it's an audio book. But anyways. All right, so scenario. We uh, got a chance to play the scenario you came up with, the prison scenario, yes. last week. And yes, Wookie I Breakout. I really enjoyed it. Good. Like, uh, you did a great job coming up with the... Uh, what do you, what are you Josh is laughing at Nothing. I don't know why, because he I, really enjoyed it. I'm like, just, he was expecting him to say, it really sucked, and I hated it. Yeah, no, I was no, like, no, no, uh-oh, here sorry. comes something no, sarcastic. No, 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 I'm not, no, I'm not even going to say it. Oh. I'm not even going to go there. No, it was it was a really well-done scenario. Um, I I really enjoyed it. It ended up being closer than I would have expected. Yeah, and definitely not the outcome I was preparing for there, and some nice twists and turns but the the basic layout if you didn't listen to the last show but so Wookiee prisoner is going to be executed uh Han and Chewie are trying to break them out uh and basically as part of the the infiltration they create a disturbance in the forest draw off most of the garrison so a small group of rebels led by John and my buddy Jeff uh, break in there, and by turn three, they're supposed to let the Wookiees loose because then the the garrisons are coming off or the alarm goes off, whatever. And uh, w- what did you bring in your list? Uh, so my list was Han and Chewie. Yeah. And then, was um, it a full 800-point game? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Okay, this so was a very select what were the, what were the, uh, scenario. What the ground things? rules here? So basically the parameters were we had 300 points each to work with, um, Jeff and I. Okay. And then Matt and Sean had a set Imperial force that was already out there. So okay. no commanders. They didn't have any command cards to work with. It was standing orders every turn. Yep. And wow, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. It was really, it, it was set up to be... It's a prison detail. It's more of a yeah, story narrative sure. than it is an actual game of Legion. But Sure. And, and really, it, it ended up being like a pretty close matchup. But we had, uh, in my 300 points, I put, what, three units of, or one unit of fleet troopers... Three units of regular dudes with uh, one Z6, one Ion, and yep. Oh, what else? I think I brought one ATRT. Oh no, he uh, brought an Jeff ATRT. Brought, yeah. yeah, he um, brought a rotary cannon ATRT, and then two units of sappers. Yeah. Yep, and then that, of course... Oh, no, sorry, one unit of sappers. Oh, was it just units, one? No, it was two. Yeah. Two units of sappers and one sniper team. Yes. Yeah. Um... Imperial Defense to start up at the prison was an E-Web with Barrage Generator, uh, the what's the suppressive one, yep. uh, a sniper team up in a tower, a unit of stormtroopers with DLT, and I think that was it for the main. And then there was basically the forces were drawn away were two units of stormtroopers, two ATSTs. One was deactivated the landing pad they had to basically get the Wookiee prisoners to, and then they, it got turned on when the alarm went off. Yeah. So and basically, yeah, the premise two was units of bikes. we yeah. had to free the Wookiees that were inside of the the prison, and they were on one end of the 6x3, the and then towards the middle of the 6x3 was a big landing pad, and we had to get at least Han and or Chewie, and at least, well, well all, all, the surviving all surviving Wookiees, Wookiees yeah. onto that landing pad. Okay. So the premise was set up, so we had a good chance of it. The only way to get onto the landing pad for mostly everybody was a single staircase, and then the Wookiees can climb. Yeah. So they were able <laughs> to I, scale I the I failed pillars. to anticipate that. And they were like, yeah. over the side, over the side. I was like, oh, crap. we got to so step it up. Yeah. We tried to play within the the limits of the scenario. I mean, because the landing pad, of course, 
creates, you know, there's a no man's land underneath it that troops can go underneath, but the ATSTs can't shoot under. Mm-hmm. So we, we tried to, you know, kind of keep it within the spirit of the game by yeah. not just, you know, running under there and then climbing up because that would have, you know, made it unfun. Um, but yeah, it, so to begin with, uh, Jeff deployed his saboteurs very smartly um, and just basically booby trapped the hell out of the yeah. whole side of the garrison. You guys were allowed to basically on. start the game outside of range three of any Imperial force. Yeah, so while we sent half our force up there to actually free the Wookiees, he left his saboteurs back there booby trapping everything. So, yeah, it was pretty nuts. There was, was a smart. lot of bombs on the board that yeah. uh, I was not looking forward to. Yeah, so we ended up into. taking pretty much the full three turns to mm-hmm. go free the Wookiees. I want to say it wasn't like till turn four or something that you guys we finally, finally let got them, them through. Out. Yeah, this there was no turn limit on the game either. It was just a purely scenario. Scenario, based. yeah. yeah. Um, and it seemed like I know you were just waiting for him to be your last activation. Mahan was just kind of chilling next to the command console with his finger poised over the button. <laughs> what felt like half an hour. It's just let let the Wookiees go, man. He wanted to make sure the coast was clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and then and I also wanted to set up a screen. So we used that ATST or ATRT as a screen basically to swoop around and then escort Han. So give him that, that mobile cover yeah, sure. uh, for duck and, run, duck and cover so he wasn't just running out in the middle of no man's land having ATST issues. it was probably very flavorful. He was probably just futzing with, like, the controls and it kept shorting out, you know, closing other doors. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> needed R2-D2 up there. Yeah, right. Uh, but, yeah, so we got the Wookiees out and basically make it, made a mad dash across the open, you know, the open field mm-hmm. to get to the landing pad. And uh, the ATSTs came in and started shooting, but we were able to... Deal some, deal some damage to them. ran through them. I mean, it took uh, several rounds of firing, but uh, I wasn't expecting to be able to do that. The ATSTs were supposed to be like my end game. Okay, this is the hard, this is going to be the, the boss uh, fight. The boss fight, exactly. Yeah. This is going to be, and there's going to be a, uh, a rage mechanic, basically. If they get in <laughs> range, then you're not going to be able to deal with them, and it's, you know, game over, Imperials win. But uh, I underestimated the combined firepower of bowcasters and uh, what else? Uh, the the rotary well, cannon the was doing a little bit. I mean, the, the saboteurs, saboteurs did some damage. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. So uh, it, it took a very fun twist that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it came down. Uh, Sergeant Steve, one of the last bravest uh, <laughs> stormtroopers, basically mailing down an entire unit of uh, Wookies slowly o- turn after turn. Well, Matt was on his his red dice armor oh. save game again. The the, the, the highlight was uh, he took four wounds on this last guy, and I made all four saves. <laughs> yeah, he was not going down. Uh, it was so good. But you know. Because of the scenario, we probably should have just ran the Wookiees up the landing pad. And oh, made, yeah. You know, made yeah it up but, there, but, I mean, they're Wookiees. You want to yeah. go beat some stormtroopers up for uh, them. That was, so, like, that was yeah. what I was looking forward to the most. Like, yeah. all right, let's get these Wookiees in close combat. And then combat. they got stalled out by like, red armor. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that kind of goes into something I, I wanted to talk about because, you know, I've been really promoting this uh, melee-heavy Wookiee list yeah. that I want to run in LVO. And yeah, I didn't think it was going to be super competitive, but, but... you guys kept forgetting... Uh, well, the, the, tenacity. the tenacity. Yeah, so yeah. the scenario, all the Wookiees, you know, they were in prison. Somehow, some forgetful Imperial officer left the wep- weapons on them, so they were able to bring <laughs> their was just to represent them. them taking the E-11s <laughs> from the prison guards, so, so and they, to be able to play with the bowcasters. Sure. Although, man, imagine how bad a Wookiee would be with shooting an E-11. 
Because the E-11 is what makes stormtroopers inaccurate, right? They are, they're precise, but the uh-huh. weapon itself is inaccurate. Imagine a Wookiee shooting an E-11. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a conversation for a whole different day. Squeeze the trigger faster, but. I guess. <laughs> but I thought it was the helmet. That makes the stormtroopers <laughs> unprecise. I mean, I, I thought... You I ever was... tried to shoot in a gas mask? I know you have. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, but mine yeah, was pretty bad. Oh, okay. Well, I, I suck without the gas mask, too, so... <laughs> but they had, uh, you know, they they, did, they had the tenacity. We didn't really remember to use it for most of it, but um, they get bogged down pretty quick. Like they, they don't, can, yeah. they don't hit really hard, and black dice are not, you know, the best thing ever. No, and you know, with with surging, they're hitting five out of eight times, so yeah. you know, it's it's good. If you've got all, if you got all four of them in combat, you know, you're throwing eight black dice. Uh, statistically, you should be hitting with five of them. Mm-hmm. Now, with the stormtroopers, you're probably going to save, you know, two and a half, maybe three of them. So, realistically, you're not going to be killing a unit. You're not going to wipe a unit out in one turn. Uh, even even uh, hitting at full, full strength, force. sure. Yeah, yeah. Even hitting at full strength, you're not going to wipe a unit out. At best, you could probably expect to, at best, kill a stormtrooper unit in two turns. Okay, how does the equation change if you're charging rebels? Well, <laughs> it, it makes it a little easier if you're charging rebels. Okay. I mean, they're surging for Wookie defense. Wookie warriors still, made but... to kill rebels. Well, <laughs> everything's, everything's made to kill rebels, though. Yeah, but they and they when they get hit back, they can't take it. You know, for the most no, part, yeah, they've got the extra wounds, but they're not making a lot of saves. Well, especially for stormtroopers, because yeah, stormtroopers are throwing twelve wounds is a lot of wounds to chew. It, yeah. is, it is a lot of wounds to go through. You know. But say you've got a full unit of stormtroopers hitting them back. Uh-huh. Okay, six guys, and so so five you got in DLT. Five dudes in DLT. So it's but six. You're, so at that, your expected hits is something like three and a half. Which no, because you're because you're still throwing black dice and you're still surging to hit. No, you're not. Stormtroopers in close combat are throwing oh, black dice. Combat. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're they're throwing black dice and they're surging to hit. So why, you're still hitting five. Why are times. you getting charged by stormtroopers? Uh, I'm just saying okay, if you're, if if you're, you're comparing units. Engaging. Well, yeah. okay, he's he's saying that uh, or either you engaged and whiffed all of your attacks or you allowed yourself to be charged by a full strength unit. Yeah, I, I'm just saying okay. you know comparatively in a vacuum. I know we don't like doing these these uh, comparisons, those vacuums, but yeah, but they're you know six black atta- six black dice attacks. Uh-huh. And I mean, if you aimed with it too, you're even you know you got three re rolls. Sure, but you're hitting probably you know four, about three and a half to four. And Wookies are throwing white dice saves with no surge. Okay, but I mean, if you're if you're hitting on four, that's three rounds to destroy a, a Wookie unit. Sure, I mean, but but I'm saying no, it's like four rounds. If it's a full Wookie unit, but it, hitting, but well, it's a yeah. it's a far cheaper unit and something that. You you know aren't expecting. Is it far cheaper at that point with the DLT? Uh, Sixty. Yeah, but a bowcaster is thirty five points. Like Wookie so. warriors with bowcaster is one hundred and ten points. Yeah, I don't know. I like to. A lot of people have been talking about them as a uh, unsupported flanking unit. Basically, they can go and operate sure. on their own. They have a lot of good answers. I think the bowcaster gives them a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Uh, whether you want them as a the premier unit in a melee centric army, I guess you're going to find out. Well, and I, I want to test them out, you know, test out that list in a couple more games that are actually optimized. Well, you know, a normal yeah, game, not, not just, a, a, just a scenario. Silly scenario, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I would say at the, time, at the time in the game that you're getting ready to start charging units, mm-hmm. if you're choosing to take that Wookiee Warrior unit and charge it into a full-up Stormtrooper unit, you've prioritized your targets a little 
wrong. Sure. You know, because you should have other units on the table that are at half strength, that are that are you know you've been you've been chipping away at, and then turn three, turn four when you start charging melee units in. You know, if you choose to go into the full strength unit, you've chosen poorly. And and this isn't necessarily me saying that the unit isn't good. Right. Um, like it is good, and it, it's basically me having the realization that it's not going to. This isn't Space Wolves, bro. This and that's yeah. what it is. It's yeah. like I'm a Space Wolves player at heart, and I like I just love. They don't have thunder hammers and uh, are not swinging for the fences, just obliterating everything they touch. <sighs> but See, let's oh, like, let's caveat this entire discussion that you're basing your one experience off of a one-off scenario that's not played by the quote-unquote, usual rules of the game. No, and you're, you're 100% right. As composition and things like that. Mm-hmm. Sure, so. and, and, I, and I need to test it out, but I'm just saying, like, just using a mathematical breakdown of, like, the statistics of the dice, it's not going to work out where it's going. you're going to be wiping units out on charge. And let me just say that Chewbacca and Han Solo together were oh. just as ridiculous as I thought they would be. They yeah, they were fantastic. Good. They were good. Yeah, yeah I, that's, that was one big takeaway that yeah. I, yeah, we don't want to gloss over. Like, Chewie's good. Yeah. He's real good. Chewie and Han. Chewie and, Chewie and Han together. Real good. They're a match made in heaven. I mean, especially for that scenario where you're like, okay, shoot this unit. Yeah. Oh, also, just shoot this unit again on a further turn. So, <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, Josh, it worked very well for the scenario, I think. Josh, have you gotten a chance to play against Chewie yet? I haven't. Oh, you're no. going to love it. Yeah. You're going to love it. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll He's, be fine. I've, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm tinkering fine. lists and stuff, so... To play against Han and He's Chewie. just waiting for the Bosk figure to come out and hunt oh, Wookiees and uh, Chewbacca's and whatnot. <sighs> I'd rather have a Dengar. I'd rather have an Agent Callus. Ugh. <laughs> on, on, on that note, let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a break so I can... <laughs> what are we going to talk about after the break? Things. All kinds of we stuff. Got stuff. We got stuff. We got, we got we Patreon got stuff. winners, man. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Legion Outriders podcast a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network, recorded on location at Power 9 Games. Whether you're looking for the latest releases from Legion, X-Wing, 40K, Magic, or any of our other extensive inventory of board and card games, head to Power9Games.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER10 to get 10% off your order. Plus, shipping is free on orders over $100. Now, back to the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders. John, Josh, and Matt coming back at you from the holiday break. And uh, we got you know talk, got done talking about the the Wookies coming out and special fun scenarios to play. Yeah, and we're seeing some some adventurous uh, ways to to throw different heroes out there. But explore what if, those Legion mechanics yeah. and characters. Yeah. What if you want to make your own heroes? What if there was a way you could do that? Well, good news, friends. There is a way. <laughs> Yay! Did we get there? Okay. Yay! So uh, our best furry fiance of the show, yeah, uh, Mr. <laughs> Nick Freeman, has spent a lot of time and effort mathing out basically an entire character-driven campaign where uh, for Legion, and basically you can create a character, gain XP, go on missions, uh, build their retinue of like special followers and whatnot, and uh, we got to talk to him a little bit about that. We'd l- actually see if we can try and get him for the show maybe next week since it's going to be kind of quiet. Yeah, we should try it. If you're listening, Nick, hey, we're going to reach out next, to you. Uh, next Thursday, maybe? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, sometime we want to talk to him about that have him get a chance to explain it better because, you know, we were just kind of observers of yeah. uh, of the stuff. But it's um, If you go on his Impact X, uh, yep. or excuse me, his blog, Impact uh, X blog under the homebrew section is called Gathering Legions. 
Yeah. And uh, it's really fantastic. He he sent us the kind of character matrix. I know me and Josh spent an hour or so basically, hey, here's, you know, 24 XP in the different. There's a force user, uh, a veteran a officer, yeah, a commander, and a force gun. user, and yeah. like a, a mercenary merc kind of, yeah. See, so, yeah, there's like different archetypes you can kind of base it, uh, you base your character mm-hmm. on. And yeah, I mean, it's. The cool part is, is uh, all the abilities you take, yes, you're paying XP for them, but you also to keep the balance going, he's assigned, like, actual point costs mm-hmm. that you've got to use as well for your characters. So so he, uh, so one of the exercises was, oh, build a 24-point character. And I was like, well, it, which is a big one. It's a 24 XP character. XP character, Not yes. a 24 point as in, yes. like, list points. Yeah. Because but, uh, that I, I went ahead and made a, a Force user character for that and just ended up with this super sick fast jedi guy with uh that basically had nimble and force dodge uh force reflexes so he just keep dodging and deflecting and you really basically tanky. made a final fantasy hero uh <laughs> it was basically what you did i mean like, like hopefully less i was like, gonna model like, on a three-foot sword on him yeah but, yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah like 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 you know a final fantasy character at the very end of the the game where he's like fighting a planet that's funny i was gonna that's, call him sithiroth so. yeah <laughs> That's basically what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, speed three, you know, jump speed one. Speed three, jump oh, eight. God. You yeah. know, the, yeah. the guy was just a beat stick. And it was a lot of fun. And then I made like a support character for the veteran officer. But uh, I'm really excited. I, I think we're definitely going to be probably running this in the next couple of weeks here. Yeah, it sounds like a, like a fun so. ongoing campaign that we could uh, yeah. we could do. And yeah, I, I talked about this like when we first started doing this podcast. But this is exactly what you wanted. I was like, I really so. wanted to have like a way to run this without having it just. And I be shot named you down characters. so hard. I was you like, did. they're never going to do that. No, we have to play the well, heroes. Well, I mean, they haven't, but uh, yeah. So an unnamed character. I think you already had an idea for what you wanted to run, right? I, I do want to run a, a Wookiee Jedi. That's cool. I really want to do a Wookiee Jedi. I want to do the Wookiee Bounty Hunter. I think, uh, who was, whose idea was it to have, like, a model on, like, a, a human skin cloak or something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, I threw out there last week when we were doing the, doing the yeah. scenario. I was like, man, you know what? Like, all these, like, people with Wookiees, you know, Wookiee fur pelts and everything like that. I'm like, I want to make a Wookiee with a human skin pelt. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, it's all it's all well and good when it's a Wookiee pelt, but I throw out human pelts, and all of a sudden you're all yeah. butthurt about it. I mean, come on, well, pelts humans don't have bro. pelts. Oh, I mean, well, maybe you do. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we can't wait to see your origination of oh, no. Agent Malice. Yes, Agent <laughs> Malice. Yeah. It was my guy, Captain was... Mutton Chops the Eternal. Hell yes. Hey, do do what you have to do to keep those litigious uh, Disney yeah, lawyers right? away from you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, definitely check out his, that little campaign. Maybe that's something your community is interested in. Uh, and do it like a slow grow. Maybe use it to get some uh, – grow the community a little bit. Let Push the narrative, grow. you know. Let it shine through. Wow. Is that well, coming to America? <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. thank you. The boy can sing. What would be really cool to, to use this is um, – chocolate. Like, like I had, I had some friends that we used to play the Star Wars Saga RPG with, and we would do like space battles using X-wing, right? So we would step out of the game mechanics in the RPG, yeah. to use FFG products to kind of get a better space battle. Oh yeah, you know, That's cool. for sure. You could really use this if you wanted to do, if you wanted to take some of the rules from. 
an RPG and kind of throw them out and have like a larger scale combat because for Edge a lot of, of RPG or whatever, yeah, yeah because for a lot of R- RPG systems like you know Saga big battles gets bogged down, bogged down real really bad. quickly yeah. um, you know this is a, a more elegant weapon mm, um, from you know but it allows you to have kind of a narrative campaign structure that you can then merge into a, an RPG Surprise. tabletop pen and paper I'm experience. all for that yeah I like that idea yeah is Edge of the Empire any good? Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of it. I, I GM'd it for a couple of weeks, and the group kind of fell apart. But uh, the biggest problem is interpreting the dice, because they don't use standard like D&D dice. Of course. Because Fantasy Flight. Yeah. Uh, but there's, so there's like positive outcomes that can come from failures, and negative outcomes that can come from successes. So a lot like L5R. There's a, so there's a lot of participation. Yeah. Yes, exactly, like okay. uh, L5R. Uh, you really need people to buy into that system, and it's like, okay, well, I missed my shot, but it drove the stormtrooper out of cover. Now he's exposed for my next guy in line. Okay, so it leaves more room it. for storytelling. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I killed the stormtrooper, and he ended up falling, you know, mm-hmm. into my companion I was trying to protect, and he's now prone or something okay. like that. So you got to come up with all these story reasons for why the dice are the way they are. Cool. But yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, good, good, good suggestion, Josh. Yeah, well, so we'll uh, hopefully, like I said, get a chance to talk to I Nick Freeman about that at Yay! some point. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll try to reach out to Nick Freeman at some point and try to talk to him I about... Uh, did you? All right. Yeah. Let me see if we've got anything back. Nothing yet. Enhance. 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 Zoom. Enhance. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Patreon winners. So uh, yes! it's the time of the month it where is, we it is the end of the month. Therefore, celebrate we have some new... Patreon winners. Yay. No, he hasn't responded yet. Uh... Jeez, Nick, you're just not sitting around waiting for us to message you. That's that's sad. I sit around and wait for him to message me. I know you do. He's going to get downgraded to side piece of the show if he's not careful. I mean, isn't that an upgrade in and of itself, though? Well, not if you're the fiancé. Oh. Well, I mean, (laughs) depends on what you're looking for out of it, I guess. (laughs) But, so for our $25 gift card winner, uh, we have Nick Olmstead. Hey! Hey! Congratulations, Nick. And, uh... Uh, I think I've mess yeah I've messaged both of these guys before we started recording because I just to get it out of the way. But uh, and then our first winner is actually the first person to uh, Patreon for us. We got a number one on the All generator, right. and it is Alexander Buff. So uh, check your messages on uh, Patreon and uh, just holler back if you have any questions. But basically, let us know what you want to do for that mini. Congrats, and, uh, guys. That's awesome. And John has finished up his previous mini commissions, and I put them somewhere to ship them out, and I forgot where. <laughs> so the other guys are waiting for the barricades and Darth Vader. I'm sorry. I will get them to you as soon as I can. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're done. They're here somewhere. I'm going to send a team of bounty hunters after them, you know. Comb the desert. Probably go ask IG-88 because Tenkar's not going to get it done. <laughs> Well, maybe he did, and they got to singer in. That's why I can't find him now. Well, we can't say Greedo, because he did. <laughs> he I gone. Mean, we'll just look for the smoking mess. <laughs> it's like, oh, there they are. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to us. I hope you guys have a happy new year, and we will catch you guys next week. You've been listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network. For more from The Outriders, make sure you like us on Twitter at Legion Outriders, subscribe to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Legion Outriders, and make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home.